This week, I wanted to open the show with a warning to everyone in Slasherville. Oh, no. Stop watching these goddamn Halloween Kills trailers. Jim, how many of these trailers have you seen? All of them. You've seen all of them? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I've seen them all. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. See, now, I thought they jumped the gun with that first one. There was a lot in that trailer. You know, we talked about it, probably too much in it. It is, it is what it is. And then they just keep coming out with these goddamn trailers. I said, guys, we've we've seen enough. As If anything, can you pull back? Can you show less in your trailers somehow? Can you put that genie back in the bottle? No. Um, no, they said Dale, no. <laughs> Dale, though, we're trying to make money, sir. Well, I, I have avoided them. Even though I've, I've read the script, I you know I know what happens and everything, unless they change things drastically. But still, I'd like to see it. You know, with a fresh set of eyes there. Now, we've, we've seen a lot of the the opening, the firemen's are probably going to get got. You know, we see that in the one trailer. You tell me, Jim. Okay. How are, how, how are these How are these other trailers? Am I, am I overreacting here? Because just today, just to, so the other day on the socials, you know, I put something out. Guys, stop, stop watching these trailers. And then earlier today, they put, like, here's the final trailer. I said that we haven't even hit the final trailer yet. God damn, <laughs> Jim! How are these trailers? Okay, you're. I, I um. I respect your position, and I like that. Even though you know the entire movie because you've read the script, uh, as far as you know, mm-hmm. that you don't want it to be spoiled for anyone else, and you don't even want to watch them, and you've already read the thing, so I respect it. But I gotta say, I've watched them all, and this this latest one that came out. What was it today or yesterday? Today, I think it came today. out today. Yeah, that one has a lot more details, a lot more details in it. Uh, um, a lot more detail. I don't know. They uh, they definitely answer some questions that we were asking way back in the the teaser, the four hour breakdown of the thirty second teaser <laughs> we did. That was yeah. back on our show. Not like this. Not like this. Um. They answer a lot of those questions, and okay. we, we get to kind of see, oh, these are all the people in that car, and that's the house. Yeah. Okay? So yep. they answer some of those, but they still, I don't think they blow anything. They keep giving you more different angles of the fire scene. We know what's going to happen. You know, so like okay. show so me good. a little different angle of him with the chop saw. No big deal. They still might be pulling a trick when the sheriff is talking to um I don't know if it's Karen or Allison. I think it's Karen. And he's like, Oh, they didn't tell you? And then they cut away and you hear Hey, Michael Myers is still alive. You're like, hmm. That might not be all in from the same scene. So they don't See? they don't pull at that thread at all. It's just a lot more of like stuff you already knew, like, oh, we're gonna go kill him. We gotta find I wanna see his eyes. I wanna pull his mask off and see his eyes when we kill him. Like, okay, th- we know you're trying to kill him. We know there's mask play. We saw that in the teaser. His mask is okay. just lying in the street. So yeah. it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I don't think they Okay. There's there's one key plot detail. Uh-oh. In the trailer that involves a house. And you're like, okay, that makes more sense. And other than that, it's all stuff we know, but just like sort of different angles of the people. I don't think they I don't think they ruined it. I don't think they, they didn't uh what was that, Terminator Genesis or the one before it? Where it's like, surprise, it's cool. I'm the bad guy, and I'm John Connor. <laughs> Like you He's told me, the one, yeah. You told me this in the trailer. Goodbye. So okay, you didn't feel betrayed, or you didn't regret watching the trailer. So, okay, well, that's good. No, not that's at what all. I was worried about. I didn't. I don't want. You know, these are our people watching these trailers, and I understand everybody wanting to watch them. But I don't want them to get burned. You know, no. I don't want them, you know to get salty or, or upset because like that first one came out, and I said you're going to show all these fucking firemen get. <laughs> Like, I really wanted to see that on the big screen first, you sons of bitches, but okay. And honestly, you have it on in the background right now. So, yeah, there's a lot of alternate angles. Yeah, there's the firemen getting killed from some different angles. That's going to be fun. 
that's going to be fun when that happens 45 minutes into the so what so <laughs> they don't they even don't reveal it's like different parts of the same sequence so you're still not even sure if all the firemen die if one of them gets away radios for help you don't know like they still don't show you any more of the firemen it's just sort of like a slightly different shot of him ripping them apart a slightly different shot of her grabbing a knife see like like a different shot of the boyfriend but this doesn't need to be like so we know he kills that uh the cemetery lady Mm -hmm. and that old man in the house they show us in the trailer and they're showing some other like he's in the bathroom and it looks like a really cool fucking scene that I wish I didn't watch this. He smashes the light out. That's probably scary as fuck in the movie. It's like if did they show this in the trailer? I think they did in Halloween 2018 when uh, the babysitter's putting the little boy to bed and she goes to the closet and she won't close. It won't close. She opens it. Michael's there. That was in the trailer, wasn't it? Yes, but they but they see if you but 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 if you look at back at those trailers and then what they gave us in the movie in the tra- they, they do it different in the movie. So in the trailer, I think it's like three times she pushes it. And on the third time, she opens it and he's there. In this one, she's like, push, push, open. And you're like, oh, I remember in the trailer, it was three times. Like, no, it's two times. Surprise. So like, you never quite know what trailer trickery they're doing to you. Yeah. So I'm I'm not worried. I had faith in them in the first iteration with those trailers. I wasn't disappointed or I didn't feel like too much of the movie was spoiled with 2018. I don't think they did it with this one either. Now, you talked about it answered some questions for you. And, and, I, and I was thinking of you, know, you and, and the rest of our people about this because I was like, I love that you have questions that aren't answered. You're like, oh, I, I think I know who those people are on that uh, seesaw who are dead. And you gave your prediction, and I was like, he's fucking wrong, but I'm not going to say anything because that's more fun. But now, they, 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 there's there's less questions to answer. And, I, you know, we're going to talk about a movie later that just ha- has some questions with some answers that they do it in a, a, a fun way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, don't, just, just don't like to be, to be spoiled. But this does look like a, a pretty good trailer. One thing that they didn't do, holy shit, they do some really quick glimpses of some shots here, huh? Yeah, see, and I don't know. Like, I didn't pick it apart, and I don't know what I'm looking for. You know what you're looking for, and I don't. Yeah, I know. I know that. I know what where. See, and that's another thing. You're like, oh, we don't know where that is. I'm like, I do, and I can't believe they, they had the balls to put this in the, in the trailer, you fucking lunatics. Well, you took their Guys. balls away by reading their goddamn oh, script, Dale. No one asked I, you to I'm, do that. Man, I'm loving it, though. Good. I'm loving it. Let's uh, stay. Less than 30 days. Yeah. I want to stay on the Halloween Kills train that we got rolling here. Yeah, and let, 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 me, let me stay yeah, on the track before, oh. before you push me out. Allow me. Go no ahead. No ticket. You're allowed. Be- because um, they were doing screenings. The screenings now. You know, the critics got to see this shit. I've heard of them. Yeah. Have you, have you seen this? Have you heard of this? The, the big one was Venice. Halloween Kills premieres at Venice to mixed, mixed results, mixed feedback. And I said, here we go. And I don't remember if it was Slasherville or if it was on Not Like This a couple months ago. But, you know, when I was talking about the script and I was try- trying not to spoil anything, but I said it, at, at the end of it, it does feel like the first half of, of a movie. It definitely has a, a cliffhanger sort of vibe to it. Okay. An incomplete package. I said it then, and that was one of the big, I guess, complaints uh, about – you know, with reviews, whenever there's a you know negative review, I, I give it a quick look, and they're like, "Ah, it ends on some bullshit." And I'm like, "Nah, he's, you don't know." It ends <laughs> on some bullshit. That's not some bullshit. It's like yeah, you got to wait another year again. So like that didn't surprise me at all. And then the other thing was just like it's, I I, I saw this sentence and it was, it gave me a, a chubby. It said <laughs> it's got the spirit of John Carpenter's Halloween. But it, the violence is ramped up significantly. And I said, Ugh. Right. Ugh. Tell me the I bad said, part. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, and one thing I'm noticing in this trailer, uh, they didn't give too much away with, with the violence. Obviously, yes, the firemen's. Um, but that's just the tip of the fucking iceberg. And you really can't in a trailer 
in a lot of respects too. Yeah, they're gonna go red band if they show some of this stuff. Okay, here's where I'm where I am. I've read I've read I didn't read more reviews like actual read the reviews, but I went back to Rotten Tomatoes and I gotta say, oh. I want to say last time we talked about it, it had some negative. Mostly negative reviews, I guess. I guess mostly positive, but not fresh enough to be. Oh. You know, it was at fifty-five percent, right? Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Damn, it's already got a score. It had fifteen reviews. It was sitting at fifty-five percent. It's now Ooh, at seventeen boom, boom. reviews, and it's sitting at fifty-nine percent. We're climbing. And a lot of the I didn't bother. I think one or two reviews I bothered to click on and read through. Just more because I don't want anything spoiled. Yes. I, but I am not one of these people that gets... People misconstrue this when I talk about reviews of movies I'm looking forward to and what the tomato-mometer is saying and shit. Like, oh, well, you can't... I'm like, relax. Hold on. I'm not. I'm not putting my expectations in the review process. I'm just curious. What do people think? What do critics think? You know, sometimes you're like, oh, shit. Like, with Halloween 2018... It was clocking in at like uh, 80-something percent. I'm like, well, damn. When's the last time there's been a Halloween movie that critics liked? It's been, geez, since the first one, I want to say. Yeah. So that was just kind of neat. That's not why I liked the movie. And what I like, though, when I go back and I'll read a review for uh, like the final chapter, right? And it's just like zero, negative five stars. (laughs) <laughs> this movie and and the first thing like this there's so much violence and murder I'm like okay so you you just can't handle it now honest like and honestly like it's not a it's not a great movie it's not a Halloween or Halloween 2018 final chapter but a lot of the negative reviews are like it's just so violent and it's just barbaric and I'm like this is you're not. You're not telling me anything negative so far. And when I was looking into a few of the Halloween Kills reviews, kind of similar. Some of them would be like, oh, it's more brutal, but less, you know, there's less spirit or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But most of them were like, this is just overbearingly brutal. And I'm like, this sounds great. <laughs> and that, and like that's a negative review, you know, like, it's just so brutal. I don't know. Uh, if it needed to go to this place, and I'm like, I can't wait to find out what this place is. I want to. I'm in. I want to see this place. And it, it, it's the same place that we talked about on that episode. I said this is a really violent one because they've been hyping it up since you know fucking COVID started. They're yeah. like, it's Halloween on meth. You know, it's all amped up violence. And then it's Halloween know, at Steel City Con. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have. Leave her alone. And, and then, then I read. Then I, you know, then I read the thing, and I said, "Yeah, I see. I see. I see why they're hyping it this way. This is extremely violent, and I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. They didn't give a lot of, I wouldn't say surprises away, but I, I hinted that there are some characters that return, and I was worried that they were gonna fucking show their hand with that." in these trailers and it sounds like they didn't because you would have mentioned it so super excited about that i mean no one that they haven't already shown us we've already seen lonnie we've already seen Lindsay, we've already seen tommy yeah they show a little bit more Lindsay. you know a little bit more Lindsay. she's sort of like warning people and uh there's kids just playing around not scared which i get i mean it's all on halloween night and then things are i i love that i can't wait for that part of it where it's the same night it's a total halloween halloween 2 vibe except way more brutal but it, honestly if you look back at the original halloween and then halloween 2 halloween 2 was much more violent than halloween 1 yeah and that was a criticism of it back then like this yeah. is just like over this is just friday the 13th-esque violence for the sake of violence they were the filmmakers I don't want to know if warn is the right word, but they let you know this movie takes it up several notches in brutality. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't shut up about it. There's a like, point it's a to meme. it, though. It's like on purpose, intentionally going somewhere. Now, 
Um, I don't think that should cut them any slack with the reviewers. I think the reviewers should just be left to their own devices. They watch the movie, they review it. So yeah. I don't think they should take what the filmmakers say ahead of time with a grain of salt. Yeah. Just like when you, if you're mixing a song and then you play it for someone and you're like, the kick is, the kick drum's a little too, it's going to be brighter. Uh, the guitars, I'm going to pan them hard. Like, just shut up. You, this is what you're presenting to the, to the person. Yeah. Let them listen to it. You don't, get, you don't get to sit there and make excuses for people because ultimately <laughs> uh, most people aren't going to know your intent or why you did the things you did. Your movie should be able to stand on its own. And I think, uh, I think I'm not going to be let down. I don't think you will. That's be. my prediction. I don't think you will be. Now, last week we talked about you know what is horror to you and you yes. know, qualifying things and everything. And I always describe like horror and comedy are very similar in a lot of ways. And one thing that drives me nuts is you know reviewers or any sort of critics. Uh, judging comedy because that's a very subjective thing you know like what's funny to me is funny to me you know what i mean you know what i'm saying and like the same thing with horror like it's too brutal for you right it wasn't even enough for me i need more of that so you you really have to be careful when you're when you're reading those reviews and you're on the on the tomatoes and stuff because yeah just look at it and say okay oh they say it's brutal very good. Oh, they say it's too slow. Oh, you know, maybe you like a, a slow pace, you know, brooding atmosphere. So maybe yeah. that's a good thing. So it's a good point. Gotta be, gotta be careful, folks. Gotta be careful. Less than 30 days. And then they dropped this fucking bombshell a couple weeks ago because uh, this movie comes out October 15th. Yes. 2021. And then you can come home that very night and watch that shit for free on Peacock. Yeah, if you have Peacock. So you got to pay for what? Peacock, but it, yeah, it's not like $30 rental or something. I mean, if you have Xfinity Comcast, you have Peacock, which I, I do, so I guess I'm hashtag blessed. But I'm like, what the fuck? Like, if you were doing this, we could have did this last year, you motherfuckers. Why we're just dropping it on streaming, you motherfucks. We want it on, in theaters, and we couldn't do it last year, and we're still kind of still not doing it in a way. Well, we're not we're not shutting down in the next thirty days here, so I'm going to be in. There. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in there dead center. I'll dead be in direct. there like twenty eight days later if I have to. Hello, <laughs> hello, and I'll just go fire up the projector myself. Hanging dong. Hello. <laughs> uh, another Halloween kills uh, news that we didn't get to talk about. I don't think is another track from the soundtrack came out uh, about a week or so ago. Rampage. Rampage. And uh, it's killer, man. I just, I, now I don't know anymore. Because all these tracks that they're releasing, it's just that high-energy murder yeah, spree. You're like, this could be that part or that part. Yeah, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, one of them is probably the, you know, the Firemen's. And there's, it's just, there's a couple more spots where I could easily see some of these songs. Rampage. I liked Rampage more than I liked uh, Unkillable. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's hard. I think I like Unkillable more. Huh? Okay. Not that it's a ranking party, but I was just like... No, sure. I think I like Unkillable a little bit more because it goes more places, sonically, just as a a piece by itself. Yeah. You know, Rampage is pretty pedal to the metal. Yeah, when that fucking fires up in the car, it scares me, it jolts me. (laughs) Ah, I forgot about you. I didn't know you were next... You gotta watch it, man. So we got another John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, Daniel Davies track that came out. We got the last trailer. Here's here's the other thing I give them is they said this is the last trailer. God okay. bless them for that. So it's like they give you a little, maybe a, a, a eye droplet too much information, but it's not so bad and it's not going to get worse. I'm not going to know John Connor is half Terminator and he's the villain. Which is like something you would save for the movie going experience. It's like, I don't know, do they reveal in the Scream trailer that Drew Barrymore dies in that first scene right away? I don't think so. I don't think they do. I think you kind of leave those things alone, right? 
So even if what I'm, my point was like, even if in that Terminator movie that I'll never see, even if that happens early on, you still could have made that a surprise. So I don't think they give you anything. Like we had to go digging to figure out that that was Lonnie in the in the point two tenths of a frame of him running in that football shirt. You know, like yeah. So you got to be a nut job like us to to know what you even know. You know what I mean? I'm not. And that worried. was you. That was you that did that detective work. That was great. That was fantastic. Yeah, I'm like comparing the frames, red and the coat, outfit. football shirt. It, the, like I was looking at the cars. I'm like, this is a flashback scene. And then they talk about Lonnie a lot, and they mentioned, I think, already that he's going to be in it. And then I just found a picture of Lonnie. I'm like, oh shit, that's fucking Lonnie. That was fun. That was a fun thing to do. Hope everyone's enjoying that. Uh, we had a new horror movie come out. Yeah, watching the movie. We both watched it. We both watched it. This is something we used to do three or four shows ago where we'd watch a movie separately and then we'd come back and we'd meet up and we'd talk about it. And I think there's going to be a lot more of that on this show than there was on the last show. And we watched James Wan's Malignant. Malignant. James Wan of Saw fame. Saw fame, Conjuring, Insidious, all those motherfuckers over there, all those ones. And, and a Fast and the Furious, too. Yeah. And and when the movie came out, like, oh, Malignant, it's like a body horror, crazy horror movie, is a Fast and Furious director. And I said, that sounds crazy. And then I saw it was James Wan, and I was like, that's how you're describing it? <laughs> the, a Fast and Furious director? Okay. <laughs> not Not the guy whose first movie was Saw? <laughs> interesting 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 well I'd, I'd say interesting uh marketing top to bottom on that so yeah uh, let's get into malignant this is going to be chock full of spoilers it's one of those types of films where the the spoiler and the twists are hinge upon yeah. everything so. so you have an opportunity right now go listen to some some back catalog um if you if you want to uh see malignant first because we're going to we're not holding anything back, and we're not going to say spoiler alert 15 times. This is yes. your alert. So there it is. Um, we had uh, directed by James Wan, who I, I, I texted you. I said, this guy's directing his ass off with this. You did. Well, it, but okay, so let's get into this right away. Because the way you worded it, though, I'm like, ooh, I can't tell if Dale likes it. Because it was like, uh, you said, the way you said it. Uh-oh. That passive-aggressive tone of mine. It kind of was. It was like, oh, here's here's Dale's exact words. James Wan sure is directing his ass off, at least. Oh. I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. What's happening at most? But it's because I was like not even 20 minutes in, so gotcha. I couldn't, you know, okay. couldn't commit either way. But they like very stylistic, and I love that. I miss that. Uh, a lot of horror movies these days, I know I sound like, sound like an old man, um, it's they just Please rely do. on the atmosphere and they rely on the audio, which is fine, but they rarely have a lot of fun directing it. It's a lot of static, kind of boring shots to kind of get that brooding tension and stuff. This shit, we've got top down, goofy angles, uh, camera movement that's just really bizarre, and it it made me think of you know French New Wave sort of films. And even like classic uh, American horror films where, where they were genuine directors. Uh, they just happened to be making a horror film. So like the craftsmanship and craftswomanship was just top goddamn notch. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You can actually still be a director while making these films. And James Wan uh, sure as hell did that. Um, I, I Just neat shots, transitions, the, the effects and stuff were were pretty neat uh, for the most part. They might have ran out of money a little bit near the end uh, when yeah. it turns Matrix and shit. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so some of the ooh. effects shots, uh, a couple in particular, I, I don't know. I felt like on my monitor or or on the TV just looked a little weird, like a little too, a little too CG. Like when uh, yeah. they're climbing down the fire escapes. Yeah. Like, well, that looks fake. Now, and I'm not that guy. You know, I'm not the guy. I'm not going to 
knock the movie for that, but it was just a little. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like this, it's COVID times. We're trying to make a movie. Didn't bother me too much. Some of the effects shots with like the room morphing and stuff. I'm like, well, it's a fantasy. Those those I were I was hundred percent fine with. But yeah, like the fire escape shot and some yeah. of the fight sequences. I was like, all right, ooh, we turn into the the Mummy Returns over here. <laughs> a, little, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie. Let's talk about the opening though. So I was expecting the type of movie where it's kind of a slow open and maybe just some some terror and then like uh, maybe like a one one death. And then like bam, and now we're in now we're into the meat of the movie. Um you know what I'm talking about. Like uh like well, the, like the ring or uh yeah. Friday part two, you know, where it's like there's a there'll be a sequence and then someone will die in the very beginning and then we'll get to Slow it down. Yeah. This like was just like all hands on deck, cold, red, blue, green alarms going off blood just flying everywhere i'm like okay it was it was kind of stressful because it wouldn't end Mm -hmm. and it's just like and now we're even more scared and now there's blood down this hallway and oh he's gonna fucking kill us all and i'm like well this is it's kind of scary lights are blowing out electrical things so so right away in that first very hectic sequence we know the tone of this movie back to our previous episode like is there supernatural things? Uh, are there, you know, are we dealing with like magic powers type of deal or psychic ability, something like that? Yes. Right away. You're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like electricity talking out of the radio. We're dealing with some. Yeah. Uh, supernatural right, right out of the gate. I was, and I was wondering like, is it even paranormal? Are we out of this world even? Right. Cause I, I didn't know much about the movie going in except for, you know, it's, it's a wacky body horror is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in just stop. I'm already in. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, you talked about, you know, Halloween kills trailer, you know, answering some questions and people will say what they will about this movie. Cause it's very divisive, which is expected. Uh, I, I think they did a very good job parsing out information you know, like, here's a little bit more. Here's a little bit more. Oh, now you're even more curious, huh? Well, here's a little bit more. Here's a big twist. Let's go. It's like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, because, you know, we open up in, like, this little hospital or lab, and it's, like, Stranger Things sort of secret shit going on. And, you know, they're like, we got to kill. We got to get them. We got to stop this person. And it ends up, and you think it's, like, this going to be this hulking maniac or a fucking, uh, monster or alien and like they drag the person away and there's like little panda slippers and you're like oh it's a child mm-hmm. so like that was that was pretty good and they do show like through a glass so it's kind of foggy and stuff like uh independence day when he's mind melding with the alien uh you you do get to see the villain the villain's face like through the glass like right away uh, gabriel spoilers his name's gabriel <laughs> yeah. um and i was like god damn because he was creepy looking, and they showed it. And I said, well, where are we going to go from here? And then we moved on. And I was we, like, oh, very good. They had somewhere to go, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, I liked that Jake Abel was in this movie. He played uh, Derek, the, the abusive, I pushed her, I didn't punch her, ah. recovering alcoholic guy. I know him from Supernatural. He is the stepbrother, not stepbrother, half-brother. Of the Winchesters. And uh, he comes into play, and then he's like a character where they're like, whatever, but whatever happened to Aaron? We never saw him again. Or was it Adam? I don't even know his name because that's how little he's Adam. in it. I think it's Adam. And uh, then he he does finally come back into play like five seasons after that. So I saw <laughs> him right away. I'm like, oh, I know you. Okay, I'm in. At least I know you. I got a I got a pillowcase that smells like me in this beginning of this movie. A little Familiar. comfort. Yeah. Did you recognize anybody else in the feature film? Yes. One other person I recognized. And do you who, know who, who it was? I, I, I don't, because my what I'm getting at is I didn't recognize a god dang person in this. 
And that was very interesting to me. I was like, wow, I guess like unknowns or at least unknown to me. Maybe it's my ignorance. But yeah, it, it, there were not a lot of, you know, even like the main lady or the main guys usually fucking somebody. Right. Especially, you know, in the horror genre is very incestuous. So it's like, oh, it's that actor again. He does all these horror movies. I thought I recognized the mom, but uh, the stepmom, the, the foster mom. It turns out I didn't, though. Who I recognized late into the movie was, uh, I think she's just like a psychiatrist in the movie. Mm-hmm. Paula Marshall plays Beverly. Now, Paula Marshall, I first laid eyes on the beautiful Paula Marshall. In 1990, she was on the pilot of The Flash. I was one of seven people that watched The Flash when it was on TV. It was like hot off the, the trail of Batman. The 89 Batman movies are like, let's go. We got properties. What do we got? We got uh, Superman. No, he's we can't do another Superman. Uh, the Flash. And they made a Flash TV show, and he plays her girlfriend. And I had a huge crush on her back then when I was a little kid. The first movie I saw her in was her first movie, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Wow. Yeah. But it's like, I wouldn't expect most people to see her and go, I know who that is. But it's like, man, when you're six and you watch, you do like taped the two hour pilot of The Flash and watched it a hundred times. Then when you're 10, you see Hellraiser 3. You don't forget her, you know? Mm. Um, So, yeah, she was. So I wonder how many others, because there you go. There's a little horror legacy. That's awesome. Uh, I wonder how many others were were like that that just kind of went under my radar. Like uh, maybe some of those doctors, because spoilers, a lot of these doctors are getting got. <laughs> they get you know, God. and you know it has something to do with that opening scene. Somebody's out for revenge, sort of deal. And the one one doctor, uh, the older man, uh, he was like one of the last doctors to go. He was like the he secret doctor. Like in the beginning, we knew about the other two doctors, and it's like there's a third doctor. <gasps> He's gonna be next. Oh. Yeah, and unless I missed a scene, I don't think I did. So, you know, we have that opening, the little prologue in the Stranger Things laboratory, and then it's like, all right, modern times, and we meet Madison, and she's a pretty middle-aged lady, and she's pregnant, and uh, your boy from Supernatural is a fucking jag off. Mm, he's oh, watching yeah. his UFC fights, so you know he's a real scumbag watching oh, UFC. It's, that's such a cringy moment, too, because he's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, the baby's just hurting me again, and I just, and he's like, oh, you're always getting pre- get, get, go and get pregnant again. Like, oh, golly. And this is a scene that they had to do, because it's part of their script, and they argue, and he's the jag-off, and he ends up pushing her, like, pie-facing her, like, into the wall so the back of her head smacks the wall and she's bleeding he's like oh i'm fucking sorry you know shit and that's pretty much the end of him uh she's in the hospital now she comes she comes to in the hospital uh the baby's gone she's lost the baby we'll never see this boyfriend character ever again but very sad well, he gets whacked so like he gets whacked oh he that's gets, right. he gets whacked so like she gets hit in the head and then it's like you know, she's like, I'm going to go sleep in the bed. How about you sleep on the couch? It wasn't said. It wasn't, like, spoken that way. But you know, how they're goes. both still in the house. And he, like, hears the blender going off. And then he gets corkscrewed through the ear by this Dad. black this black visage. And, uh, and then she's in the house and, like, wakes up, blood on her pillow because he smashed her fucking head into the wall. Now, uh, right away... So they show the opening sequence with this monster with powers, and then they cut to her in the hospital, and she's like leaving work, and her or she's just getting home maybe, and her 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 belly's hurting. She's got a baby in there, and I think I could tell right away like she's got something to do with the main something something with her and that baby have something to do with the thing in the beginning. Oh but, sure, and, and not not like um. Like, it was established in the beginning, this type of horror movie is not a location. It's not like, oh, we moved into the old hospital where all this shit happened. You know, like, it's tied to people, to characters. So, so I'm like, she ties in with this thing in the beginning somehow. 
uh, I didn't know if it was her baby or what, you know, but, and then it was like, oh, she's had so many miscarriages. Yeah. So she wakes up in the hospital, lost the baby. We meet her sister. Yeah. And honestly, we can yada yada a lot of the act two because, um, she's being investigated because her boyfriend just died and, you know, he's, a, he's abused her. So it's like, well, you're a fucking suspect. Um, so these detectives, it's a guy and a gal, and they've got fun little chemistry together. I like I like that, giving each other the business. So they're investigating her, and the guy detective kind of has a crush on uh, Madison's sister because she's a cute little actress, mm-hmm. and they got that going on. But they're like, well, you know, what the fuck is up with this situation? Yeah, and some of these, you know, once again, these these doctors start getting got, but it comes through. Uh, Madison's vision. She'll be just chilling, relaxing, trying to be healthy and safe, and then things will just kind of get cloudy, and she'll have these visions of these people get, getting murdered, and she'll try to stop it, or she'll contact somebody, but it's always too late. And you're, I mean, anybody who's seen a movie, you're like, well, there's a very good chance she's doing this. Um, but you know, she's she's passing all these tests. It's like, no, she's nice person and the detectives are on her side at least with that but they are trying to figure this shit out yeah i think what threw them like i thought this was a good piece of writing is in the beginning uh that we see her in bed we see this black demon monster thing kill uh her husband right so it doesn't look like her you know it doesn't even look like her in the shadow like it looks like some otherworldly being yeah they do a good job because it's like well it's got to be her right well now the monster's attacking her so exactly uh, maybe maybe not yeah so then then she gets attacked by it right so you're like okay the detectives could be on her side believably for a while yeah and they hit you right away with the no signs of for the hard-ass female the ball busted detective it's like no sign of forced entry though what about that yeah, she's the bad cop. I like that. She's a good yeah, she's bad cop. Really, she was a great bad cop. And you know, this is when we start getting some information. She's like, "Oh, and this is fucking awful too." She's like, "I'm adopted. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm adopted." And, and then she says this one line, and you can tell that this person's not adopted because you would never say this. She's like, and that's when what's the fucking sister's name? Mm. Man, uh, Sydney. Yes. Yeah. She's like, and that's when Sydney's parents adopted me. It's like you would never say that. You would say, and that's when my parents adopted me. You would never say it that way. It's like that that drawing that line, the me me over here, you over there. Like you would just never do that. Right. Um. So that was that was weird, bad. A lot of that stuff was kind of bad. But yeah, what you're getting us like, oh, she's adopted. Because that's another thing. Because we have this this entity, Gabriel, this shadowy figure. And he'll talk to people, he'll harass them through, you know, devices, staticky speakers, and he'll say shit like, I'm coming for you, and you, you motherfuckers, I'm going to kill you. Um, so, and you're like, all right, pro- maybe the brother, probably the brother. And they even say it. Do you have a brother? Like, like let's get this going. Right. Um, so we're starting to get that. But, I mean, there's still a whole origin story that's beyond that spoilers yes obviously yeah they're they're related they're siblings they Um, uh they do a a, also a bit of uh they do her some service where it's like when you look at the the scene of the crime and you look at her she's like a normal sized adult woman Mm-hmm. And you're like, this guy had to be on PCP or steroids and both or something like. Oh yeah, very. So, so like right away, like well, like you wouldn't peg her for some of these based on like the f- amount of force that's used. Like this door goes flying in, and then right. you know, those type of things. What they do early on, though, and I, f- I forgot this chick was even uh, still alive somewhere. The killer. We get to see a scene. And stop me if I'm jumping too far ahead from where you want to go. But um, so uh, a doc- the doctor, the, the husband gets murdered. 
she gets hurt, the baby dies. And then um I think the next thing that happens is a a woman gets kidnapped from like the Seattle underground. She's like doing a tour of the old you Seattle. A woman. There's just a woman down there. She she's older than than uh Maddie. So Yeah. We don't yeah. We don't, but we don't, we have no idea who that is. And I, at, at first, I'm like, mm, this is like a nurse or something from the beginning, and they aged her or something, and like, or de aged her in the beginning, and I couldn't pick it out. But they don't tell you who it is really at all. And this person gets kidnapped by the killer. So we're seeing the killer in like the light of day. Yeah. So, so I think, so that's when I'm like, okay, this is a physical in the world. It's not like a, yeah a ghost that gets powerful enough in bursts to murder someone. This, this thing is like out and about. It's a living, breathing entity. Right. And this woman just gets tied up and is like strapped up there, like in a, like against some rafters. Yeah. And an attic. You with, where, where is my mind? Yeah. They, yeah. They played like a remix of that by the pixies. And that shit. And this, this is a big debate with this movie. Cause we're about to jump off to deep, deep end folks. People are wondering if this was like almost a joke, uh, tongue-in-cheek laugh from James Wan, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make you guys this horror movie. Don't worry about it. I made you guys a million dollars, a billion dollars with the uh, Ant-Man or whatever the fuck. So uh, I'm just gonna do this." And then he just takes it to the craziest places. But like those moments like that, and I don't think that's the case. By the way, I think James Wan was making, trying to genuinely make a creepy yet bonkers horror genre splitting film um but those moments when where is my mind hits it's just so much where i'm just like laughing it's just it seems like a parody and only those moments the movie gets goofy don't get me wrong but those moments when where's my mind hits it's just like what the fuck and it's a little it's just a little heavy-handed too because like what do you oh yeah People of our generation, we didn't really grow up with the Pixies. We grew up with that movie from Fight Club. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay. Is this a yeah. hint? Yeah. I didn't. Th- I honestly didn't think of it that way, but absolutely. Um, I was just taking it at face value. Plus, it's you know, it's the the slowed down, you know. Yeah creepy version of it which i i've had that on my spotify for i believe years because it was in some other thing that i liked um and i do like that version of the song but when that popped up i was like oh jesus settle down settle down just a little bit little did i know we were not going to be settling no 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 no. the deep end was so, coming so yeah let, let's uh let's start getting into that i just want to make sure i don't skip anything too important so yeah this whole mystery is who is this entity why is she having these visions she's adopted who's the parents her adopted parents say you know we got you when you were eight your birth mother died during birth we got you we took care of you we've got some of these uh you know family videos let's watch that like it's fucking signs so we're watching these home videos and you can see her as a child talking to her imaginary friend gabriel you know the the little toy phone will ring and she'll answer it and you know talk you know it's a one-way conversation Little yeah, poltergeist like, no, too. I, yeah, exactly. Like I, I don't want to hurt him and stuff like that. And much later, when we kind of really see what's going on, there's like a flashback of when she's that age, and um, Gabriel's. You know, Gabriel's like her imaginary friend telling her to do shit, and, she, and Gabriel's like, "Go, go, cut this cake for mom. Go, go, cut this cake for for mommy." Oh yeah, that part's so and, good. And she's she's going up to the table, and she's got the knife, and there's a cake that says for mommy, and she's about to fucking stab into it, and then her reality warps again, you know, the vision stuff, and turns out she's right at her mommy's bedside, and she's about to fucking stab and kill mommy. Um, what was the so, baby? So uh, the mom was pregnant, and the cake was for the baby. The cake was like to celebrate oh. this new baby, right? Mm. And uh, Gabriel wasn't about that life. Like Gabriel. Uh. Gabriel does not like the little sister, as we come to find out. Um, and that what was like grosser about it is the cake was for the baby, 
and she's about to like cut into her mom's like pregnant uterus with this knife like kill the baby yeah oh goodness yeah. gracious and i'm like ooh, where are they gonna go how far are they going right now yeah because we've already had a fetal death and i think that's what they when they might have hit us with the pixies again they hit it yeah. two or three times a couple yeah um and i'd think if you're listening to this and you haven't seen malignant yet because you're like i don't give a fuck go for it boys this probably sounds like this sounds like a decent little fucking horror film to be honest with you and up to this point, it is. It very much is. I was on the edge of my seat for a lot of this. The opening was super spooky. Well, action-packed. But, like, when uh, when the boyfriend dies in the beginning, like, that was super kind of scary. Well yeah. shot. James Wan was crushing it. And, and then we have this mystery and who's Gabriel and why does she have the visions and this, that, and the other. And then they start, you know, giving us this exposition slowly but surely. And then... We get uh, the big one. They go to this psychiatric hypnotherapist. The cops hook her up. They're like, you know something. We're going to unlock your goddamn memories because it's a movie. We're going to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, because um, her, her shtick is even though it's eight, she was eight, which is old enough to remember stuff, she just can't remember anything before getting adopted. Yeah. She can't um, remember it. And this is where she remembers some things like that incident with the cake Mm-hmm. belly knife and um the woman in the attic come uh we find out that that's actually madison's attic that fucking woman has been up there this whole time she drops down and we learn that that woman's not a doctor which you'd kind of expect it is in fact um her birth mother who, who did not die in childbirth which the adopted mother was very hot about mm-hmm. <laughs> Did not care for that. Um, and yeah, and we find out some more things through uh, through the home videos, you know, through these labs. You know, they're fucking, uh, they're always documenting things. Yeah. And yeah, the Sydney docu- goes to, like, sneaks mm-hmm. into the old shutdown yeah. hospital and steals some VHSs. Sydney had to get her shit in. Sydney said, Can I get a subplot, please? Can I get a spooky scene? Maybe at that hospital in the beginning of the movie? Thank you. Now, mom turns into the cat lady meme, like pointing at the. They told us she died during birth. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and we find out through these doctors who, once again, you might think it's like some stranger things. We're experimenting on you. There's some evil shit. Not really. They're literally just doctors. They're all specialists in their own own right. Surgeons, uh, deformed specialists, uh, you know, plastic surgery sort of things as well. Uh, we come to find out that um, Madison here has. They go out of their way to say it's not a conjoined twin, but it's kind of a conjoined twin, except for uh, Gabriel uh, is kind of situated on her back. On her back and the back of her head specifically, that's where his uh, creepy face is. So she's kind of got a Voldemort situation going, and he's essentially a tumor. Yes, yeah, because very in the first scene, you know, the one doctor says we have to cut out. We're doing it. Fuck it, it's too much. We're cutting out the tumor. Time now. Which time to cut out the cancer? Yeah, we're gonna cut out the cancer, and that got Gabriel hot later. He's like, remember we're gonna cut out the cancer, bitch. Remember that? <laughs> I think there's cancer in here. I'll be cutting okay. there. <laughs> um, and this is where the movie goes off the fucking rails. Because, like, that twist alone, like, what? Conjoined twin on the back? That's fucking weird. And he's got little hands and shit and everything. Um, they tried to make the most of the situation the doctors did. But they're like, we can't. Way too much. So they kind of uh, cut off his hands. They, like, shave them down. Um, they split the back of her head open and they kind of push what's left inside the back of her head. It's a movie and it's a goofy horror movie at that. So you just have to deal with that science, yeah. <laughs> but they close it in the back of her head. They and try. Like, That's the end of that chapter until the boyfriend pie faces her into that wall, smacks that shit, cuts that scar open like Ric Flair. When he sneezes, suddenly he's bleeding everywhere, you know, <laughs> and now, now Gabriel's loose. And that's when the visions start happening. Gabriel's can kind of control her brain. He can get in there. Um, but mechanically, we're still not positive what's happening. Like body wise. Oh, yeah. I mean, really? I mean, I 
we we haven't what i mean is like you start to you piece it together but we haven't seen it yeah i mean because this whole thing is who's gabriel where's gabriel how is this happening the second they're like gabriel's on the back of your head neck back shoulders you're like oh so she's blacking out and these things are happening and then as soon as you put it together they they do show it and it's really weird and creepy uh and i think it was a fun way but like her fingers would snap backwards so things would be proportionally aligned for gabriel's version yeah. uh i mean his knees didn't go backwards like in uh that one uh, charlie sheen alien movie um but they, and and it was cool and if and i was watching like not some highlights but like a review of it afterwards and you can see in some earlier scenes when gabriel's you know the fire escape scene things like that you can see it is clearly somebody running backwards. Like, and it just looks jarring. Like, oh, that that creature is so creepy. It's yeah. so unnatural. And but then when you know, you're like, oh, that's somebody just walking backwards. <laughs> yeah, they, they did a good job of like making the limbs seem all weird and gangly, and you don't know what's going on. And at one point, you actually see Gabriel's face when Gabriel's fighting the detective. You see that like nasty, like smashed open face. But the reveal, when they're on the tape, and they spin her ass around, and you see that fucking thing growing off her head, I was like, "Oh goddamn, stop!" Oh, oh yeah, that's that's quite enough. And, and it, cause, yeah, their science uh, storyline reasoning was like, "There's only one brain, you know. Like we can we can cut off a lot of this, but if we can't take all of it out because it, it'll kill her, like, so we're just gonna tuck it in there." But I liked that they were like, they share a brain. They weren't even like they. They were like, this is, you have a growth that was going to be another person and it's not. But before this, the mom is like, it was my, um, her birth mom is saying that her mother said that this is unnatural, you know, that this pregnancy is unnatural. So we don't really know the conditions of, of this pregnancy. That's and, very true. And also, the uh, uh, Maddie grew up calling it the devil. It's the devil. Now, we don't know that it's literally the devil, but it kind of could be. And if we could dig into this backstory a little bit, it, it could be even creepier. Malaysian too. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. So, yeah, you see them tuck the head in. And then you then you're going back and you're like, oh, that makes sense. But we but it did answer a question where it's like, okay, so when she's like seeing these visions and she's trapped and she can't move, she's really seeing what's actually happening and yeah. isn't where she thinks she is. She's, she's just physically not in control. Right. Yeah. She's not in control. But we we don't we didn't see the werewolf transformation we didn't see the jekyll and hyde incredible hulk hulk out until she gets locked up yeah yeah because when uh her birth mother falls through the ceiling and all this they're like all right we're arresting you again jesus christ madison you got this lady trapped in your ceiling (laughs) i didn't know she was there like okay yeah yeah let's go so she's in a very spacious lockup with a bunch of angry you know mean criminal ladies one of them zoe bell which was really neat um and this is when the other characters are figuring out the truth about madison and gabriel being you know a part of her and this is when i and i don't know if i was supposed to feel this way but i did when the reveal came i was like oh it's a brother and he's on the back of her head and all this i was like i love this power duo i i want them to do all the things now and like right away they're in this prison lockup and these ladies are being super mean to Madison. They're about to beat her ass. And Gabriel's like, Nope. Oh, they're stomping uh, the shit out of her. Like yeah, they start oh, yeah. beating her down and then she, she has to Hulk up. Yeah. Those limbs start snapping and Gabriel gets in control. The lights blow out. Yeah. Like, which they never the... really explain that. And that, that no, is it's the devil. I know. Yeah, that's the devil it's part the of devil. it. Okay. Come on. All right. It's the devil part of it. Um, and yeah, so all those ladies get uh, murdered. A uh, guard comes with a gun. He's like, let me stick my hand through the bars to shoot at you. Um, that was a mistake. He gets murdered as well. And uh, Gabriel 
in Madison, get out of lockup so we can uh, get a, a nice, uh, a bigger fight scene at the police yeah. station? Or is this like the second part of that scene? Yeah, this is like she's in the lockup and then the fight scene comes after this. So she gets out of lockup as as the Hulk, as Gabriel. And uh, and I think the forensic scientist who was just, uh, you don't, I didn't want her to die. I thought she was going to get got and she did not get got. Um, well, yeah, then, she was a co-writer. She's not going to die. Well, <laughs> well, then we had the... Uh, the the uh, police station fight scene, which yeah. was very much just a straight up action movie scene. Yeah, it was very Matrixy, little John Wicky, um, cutting off, you know, slicing off arms, throwing arms, and the violence was very good. A lot of CGI reliant, which is unfortunate, um, but very good. Because I'm leading up to this movie, I heard body horror, and I said, "God damn, I haven't seen." Good body horror movie yeah. in a long time since society, and that was like '82. And so, and I was like, well, "Where is it?" Because so far, this is like a mystery, right? And then, it, then it happened, and I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." So, like the creepy head stuff, obviously, and then we're just gonna get some CGI blood during this Matrix lobby uh, fight scene, and just like the dead mask face of <laughs> Maddie on the back of the thing's head, oh, just yeah. like. Look like, like it's so creepy looking. Yeah, she's just zoned out. Zoned out. But she does get in control um at, at the end of the day. Um she uh I don't remember how exactly. I think she just has had enough of this shit. So she, yeah, the mom yeah. is in the the birth her birth mom is in oh, the that's hospital. Right. She's this on was life so support. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. Hell the birth yeah. mom's on the on life support in the hospital. And uh the in, in Gabriel's going there to finish the job to kill her, and the detective sort of knows that that's going to happen. I think he he ends up there as well. Um, and her sister is there. So, uh, yeah. Sydney's there. So they, I don't remember that. So this is the one part I don't exactly remember when Madison is able to take over. I think I think old boy Gabriel just has a moment of weakness here because he gets shot. There's, yeah. there's shooting because the mom is like, you know, he's, Gabriel's there. He's like, good, I get to kill the sister, which I wanted to do forever, and I get to kill this this mother bitch. So he's super hyped. But the mom's like, I Gabriel, I'm sorry. Yes, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done that. You were my child. Um, I shouldn't have given apologized. you away. Yes. Yeah. So I shouldn't have given you away. And for a second, I th- you know Gabriel looks you know taken aback by it, and I was like, he's gonna, he's, it's just a fake out. He's gonna you know charge and kill her. But no, I think he was genuinely. I was like, are we gonna have a fucking hug ending here? Because that would have fucking this movie was strange enough as it is. Let's. Get, oh my god, I yeah. wish that was an alternate ending. Um, but yeah, he's he's taken aback by it and genuinely like, oh okay, all right. But then the fucking detective shows up like, holy shit, pop, yeah. pop, 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 starts yeah. shooting, which is also Madison, you know, Correct. same body and everything. Um, and I think that weakens him enough <clears throat> for Madison to do to do the thing to put Gabriel in a, in the mind prison there. Yeah, they call back to that, like, wait, if we share the same brain, then I can do this to you. Yeah. You know, so like. I don't remember when she found out they shared the same brain, but I, I would imagine she knows that. And she does, yeah, she does the mind prison thing, and they give us a little fake out that I was hoping was a fake out because otherwise it's a little on the, a little down. So the mom gets stabbed in the bed, and the sister is like behind, like she throws a hospital bed on the sister, or or Gabriel does, and she's trapped mm-hmm. there. And then Gabriel points, puts the gun right up to the sister's head. And then we cut to Madison, like, talking to the monster. And then we cut back to reality, and boom. uh, Blows her head off, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. So, like, so maybe she'll win at the end, but what did she lose? Everything, right? So, and it turns out, no, that was the the fake out mind prison that Madison put Gabriel in. She could do that too to you, motherfucker. And the sister's still alive. And the mom's still alive, and then she sort of 
fights Gabriel in, in the mental plane, low pan egg shen battle world <laughs> and locks him in a actual mind prison, not like the one I'm in. Which is just ripe for I'm gonna get out of this prison one day, bitch. Like, yeah. She's like, I'm gonna lock you away and you don't get to come out anymore. I call the shots. And then we wake up into reality and we see that the mom and the sister are not dead. Yeah. And then she's like, you can't lift. This was like a cool, the cool part. Like one of the cool parts for me is she's like, you can't lift. It's too heavy. She's like, well, it's my body. If if he lifted it, I can lift it. And she just fucking yokes it off of her. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hell yeah, bitch. Let's go. And there was a good little back and forth. Uh, as well, I liked it. It was kind of cheesy to some, but I like cheesy sometimes, especially mm-hmm. if, if, especially when they hook that hard left like this, where she's like, "I'm gonna get out of this mind prison." You, you know, I'll get out eventually, and she's like, "Yeah, when you do, I'll be ready." And I'm like, "Oh, malignant too, malignant too, <laughs> Freddy's bones, <laughs> dog piss." Right? <laughs> There's always something, something about. We're not scared anymore, and you disappear, but then we get scared, and you're back. And then, you know, they're, like you said, it was uh, her her mind games. So, yeah, mom lives, sister lives, everyone lives happily ever after. But then, you know, some of that static, some of that Gabriel static in the background right before the credits hits, just to let you know. Malignant, also, too. Also, uh, what, yeah, he the detective doesn't want to shoot. So when he sees... Madison's face during the big showdown. He says like, or no, maybe it's before the big showdown. A difference. It's right around there. He says he just he like freezes Madison and he won't shoot. And then the thing turns around to kill him. And he's like, oh yeah, I gotta shoot this thing. Or I'll die. But he can't shoot at her pretty face. The uh, this could go in sort of a babysitter two direction where it's like, oh, the end. They're hugging. Yeah, bitch, you killed a bunch of people when you you were quote unquote this other person. We're gonna, gonna need to deal with that. That's gonna be the court case. The first uh, ten minutes of Milligan's use the court system. It might like, need to be insanity. What is insanity? What's brain control? Twelve minutes, even. I mean, there's a lot. Like a lot of people are <laughs> are dead. Shit. Wait till you see Halloween Kills in the first twenty minutes. Where's I mean, like, where's the where's the case law to? Like, where's the precedent to help this case? You know, <laughs> well, Your Honor, I was, I wasn't even insane. That wasn't me. That was literally this person that lives in my brain head. That they shoved in my head, brain. Yeah. His name's Gabriel, and they're like, "Yeah, you're crazy. You're going into the loony bin." Oh, we hit your head on the bars too hard. Oh. Uh-oh. Yes, the prison breakout scene is gonna be too much. Too much. You or maybe need me to get out of here. You can't get out on your own. We need to make a, a deal. deal. Oh, I'm telling you, that's what I wanted. Because, like, like I said, I, I really like the power duo, and especially at the end when Mom was apologizing, and it looked like Gabriel was about to turn face, mm-hmm. like Kylo Ren or something. I said, "Are we really doing this silly ass movie?" And we didn't. But I was like, "Fuck." That would have been so. Uh, yeah, I, that is an angle that needs to be explored, um, and ho- and we won't see it. They'll never give James Wan a dollar again <laughs> to make a movie. <laughs> He's done. He had his fun. Yeah. Later, James. Like you can do Saw movies again if you'd like. Um, <laughs> yeah, please, please do those. The budget of Malignant was forty million dollars. The box office, and granted, this is mostly a streaming, but it was in theaters as well. Uh, out of the $40 million, the box office is 24 So it's got some ways to go here to I'm make not, its money back. But I, I think it's going to do fine at the end of the day. Yeah, it's it's the word of mouth, the buzz, and however streaming works as far as that shit goes. Exactly. I think yeah, I don't know the deals. I don't know the streaming deals. But no, no, no. like I didn't go see it at the theater. I already have HBO Max, right? Yeah. That's what it was on. So it's like yeah. – I don't know these back end deals. To me, the, the fact that it made twenty six million, I'm like, oh, well, good on you. you. Made something back. Yeah, a horror movie made more than twenty million. God bless you. Yeah, get a good streaming, get some back end streaming money, pay off that debt, and let's see *Malignant 2. *Electric Boogaloo*. *Malignant 2, Gabriel's Revenge*. Oh, can't wait. 
All right, Jim, let's plug it up. Get out of here. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dalezawad. I put up The Burbs, first 10 pages of The Burbs, one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm so glad I got it up. I saw that. I'll have to check that out. Heck, I just saw that today oh. that, it, that it showed up in my feed. Hell yeah. I'm in a band, and if you're in the, the uh, Chicagoland area, northwest Indiana, I'm in a cover band called Dad Bod. We have a show at Beer Geeks, the world-famous Beer Geeks in Highland, Indiana, this Friday, September 24th at 8 p.m. You can get the details on facebook.com forward slash Live. Please follow us on Instagram. Instagram, uh, we're at Slasherville Pod. This podcast is hosted on Anchor, uh, anchor.fm forward slash Slasherville Pod. And we have a Patreon that we'd love you guys to check out because we do full commentary tracks for horror movies. We have a wrestling show on there too if you're into pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and that is patreon.com forward slash slasherville pod. That is going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Weaver. I'm still in the fucking attic? How how long is this movie? <laughs>